Welcome to Abstract Audio, the podcast presenting life as an abstract art form. The show that encourages you to perceive beyond the tangible, to extract the infinite from the finite, to see with the mind what you cannot physically see with the eyes. Oh, this? It's an emancipation. It's an exploration into areas usually overlooked. Explore with me on today's episode. Oh, hey guys, how are my most favorite listeners in the world doing today? Okay, okay, y'all are my only listeners, but still, we doing okay out there? If not, just hang in there, because now that we're back together again, I'm going to show you guys a good time. That's right, you're back with me, Amber Janae, and this is Abstract Audio, the podcast. And by all means, if you need to, Feel free to pause the episode right here and use this as an opportunity to take stock and really check in with yourself. You know, center yourself, take a few deep breaths before we dive in today. You know why? Because today's topic is a big one. And because Abstract Audio cares about the mental health and well-being of its listeners. You might say, Amber, you don't even know me. How can you care about me? And to that I say, I'll be asking the questions around here. No, I truly give a damn. And it's not just because your views and clicks pay my bills. (laughs) No, no, I'm joking again. There's no real money in podcasting. Uh, But in reality, it's much more to it than that. It's bigger than just caring. Exponentially and universally larger, in fact. If you know the show and if you know me, you know I believe that we're all one. Every one of us connected to the earth, the trees, and each other all locked in a never-ending cycle of lend-lease, give and take. Point being, you guys have been good to me, so I'm going to be good to you. On this show, we treat people how we want to be treated. That's how it works, right? That's the golden rule, as they call it in elementary school. But you know, once you grow up, many people know this concept by a different name. Many people call it karma. Yep, you heard me right. Karma. The big K. Last episode, you know, we talked about luck. And before that, we talked about free will. All super compelling topics, by the way. So if you miss any of those, be sure to circle back. But nonetheless, our journey thus far has led us here. And as Kim K would say, I didn't come this far just to come this far. So let's talk about it. I wouldn't say we've come full circle just yet, but we're getting there. And depending on your personal relationship with karma, you know, how you view yourself and the people around you, you may have had a few full circle moments so far in your life, too. I like the term circle as it relates to a lot of things in the universe. You know, the circle of life, the wheel, the planets, if you believe in outer space. In many times and cultures, the circle has been recognized as a sacred space with no real beginning and no end. The circle is also a zero in our system of numbering and symbolizes potential, or in a way, the embryo, and it also speaks symbolically about how everything is connected. Similarly, they say karma is a circle. You know what? What goes around comes around like a hula hoop. Right? 
And this acknowledgement not only makes for a great rap lyric, but it also reinforces Newton's law of motion, that of which I assume we're all familiar. Say it with me now. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. That's right. Now, despite this being a proven scientific fact, many people, myself included, were hesitant to fully adopt and apply it in their everyday life. It's true. I didn't want to embrace this fact at first because if it were true, outside of anything other than middle school science class, I figured I was screwed. I mean, it's not like I had gone through life up until then just being flat out horrible to people or saying fuck the world or anything. But let's just say I knew I wasn't living intentionally. I was more so acting on impulse and accepting the consequences as they came, if they came. I was living reckless, something I'm sure we've all done at one point or another. Uh, But once I did accept the idea of karma, amongst other things, my life changed for the better. But what is karma? Well, the word karma originated long ago in early Hinduism. In their sacred texts, it simply means action, deed, or work. But it can also be broken down into two words. Kar, meaning do, and ma, essentially meaning the act of creation. Ha, huh. and they try to say God isn't a woman. Ma literally means creator. So next time you hollering at a female on the street, ayo ma, show some respect. Anyway, karma basically means to do something that makes a change in the creation of the universe or the world around us. Like you know how when we were kids and we messed up big time, we got punished big time. But if it was something small or a mistake, we maybe got a slight scolding. The universe works in the same way. Well, kind of. Here's where it gets kind of dicey. Some people believe that karma, be it good or bad, is actually stored up from our past lives. And whatever happened, is happening, or will happen has a meaning based on that karma and is then issued by God in divine timing. I found that to be very interesting, especially when you compare it with other ideas we've recently touched on, such as fate, destiny, luck, etc. There's a quote that goes, Nothing happens by chance or by fate. You create your own fate by your actions, and that's karma. This seems a little extreme to me, personally. You know, just a little vindictive. Mainly because I, for one, do believe in fate, And I also like to believe that God, whatever version you choose to believe in, isn't a God that holds grudges. Saying that we're possibly still paying for debts we've accrued in lives we can't even fully recall just seems a little unfair. Enough to say that life has ever been fair. (laughs) So perhaps there is some merit to it. I do know a lot of people who also believe we somehow chose our lives here, our particular set of struggles. And that never made much sense to me either. But what if we did? Not consciously, of course, but rather through our actions, as the quote suggests. Like, I don't think we each get to sit down with God personally and handpick our lives beforehand. I think that's giving ourselves too much credit. We are each of God, making us gods in a sense. But I don't think we're calling the shots to that extent. I believe we're here to learn lessons in this life that we fail to fully grasp in the previous. And does the idea of karma fit in there somewhere? Sure. 
but I doubt it's the driving factor behind everything that is or ever will be. Of course, I'm no expert on the topic, and unfortunately, I couldn't find one to sit in with us today. But with all this in mind, any quote-unquote normal person would be wondering if their karma is something they can fix, change, or correct right about now. And even if you're not normal, shit, especially if you're not normal, I'm sure you've done some regrettable things in your life. Now keep in mind, we've established about six episodes back that there is no good or bad. So in my opinion, there's not necessarily good or bad karma. But I do wholeheartedly believe in positive and negative forces. Nikola Tesla famously said that if you want to find the secrets of the universe, you need to think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. These forces shape our reality. While I do subscribe to the fact that there are some things we're just not meant to understand, we can always aim to better understand ourselves, and in doing so, better understand others. This is one of the reasons meditation and introspection was then and is now such a popular practice. You need to know yourself to know where your intention originates. If you're unfamiliar with the book The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, he explains this concept as a small part of starting your spiritual journey and goes on to state that so often our minds hinder us from identifying with our souls and finding our true state of being. He cites that we need to simply observe our minds rather than be in our minds. Not judge, not criticize, just watch our minds and be aware. And in that watcher, in that awareness, we find freedom, we find love, we find forgiveness, we find God. The mind knows good and bad, but intention comes from the soul. And intention is what karma is all about. Mistakes are mistakes. You know, we all make them. But if you go into a situation with the intention of being cruel or being nasty or being difficult, that's when your karma starts to go south. And no, you can't just rack up a bunch of bad karma and then go faking it, trying to cancel it all out. That's inauthentic and it won't work. In Hinduism, and in all things really, you need to do it right. You need to do it expecting nothing in return. Never because you think you'll get something out of it. Whether that be the promise of heaven or whatever. There's so many of us nowadays that only do things because it benefits them. That's one of the reasons we're so lost as a people. We need to do things. We need to operate from a place of genuine love and kindness. Are you starting to see where the term one love comes from? I identify so heavily with that statement that I actually have it tattooed on me. Because to me, that's the answer. And since we're on the topic, most of my tattoos are henna-inspired, which originates from India, Africa, and the Middle East. Really, all my stuff, for anyone wondering, is a mix of Egyptian and Indian. I feel so much of who I am and who we all are dates back to them, and so many concepts they introduced should be, and rightfully are, the cornerstones of our society. They were so much more in touch with the spiritual aspects of life and death, whereas we're very hung up on the physical and the mental. But that's the good thing about karma. It doesn't care who you are or what you look like. It applies to us all equally, whether you're rich or poor, black or white. Karma is the responsibility of every human. We all have it. We all have to manage it. And unfortunately, you can't just ignore it either. You can't live life in neutral. Trust me on this. I've tried. 
I read somewhere that even if a human is not doing anything destructive or creative, the karmic circle will find a way to push him down a karmic path again. On that path, you may even meet people that then become part of your karma and you a part of theirs. A karmic partner is someone we meet to facilitate the lessons we need to learn in this lifetime. This doesn't always mean they're going to continue to walk that path with you. Mostly, they're here for a reason and a season. Yeah, I said both. I've always hated that people say it's either or. Most times, it's both. Everything happens for a reason, and most things are only for a season. Nothing lasts forever. Especially anything related to your karma. But what some people fail to realize is that acts of karma don't just apply to others. It also applies to oneself. When we treat ourselves well, our bodies well, our minds well, that creates a positive energy field that then attracts positive things in our lives. And vice versa. If we treat ourselves poorly, we create a negative energy field and invite negative outcomes in our lives. Next time you think about the golden rule, be sure to actually apply it to yourself as well. Don't only treat others as you'd want to be treated. Treat yourself sometimes too. Actually, fuck sometimes. Treat yourself well always and hold yourself to that. Because at the end of the day, the best thing that comes with the idea of karma is how it forces us to hold ourselves accountable for our actions, our choices. It asks us to dig deep. It reminds us that our choices and behaviors can have far-reaching effects on ourselves and others. I told you this topic would be a big one. Whether or not you believe in it, you gotta admit, just the idea of positive karma motivates people to engage in compassionate, kind, and generous behavior where they might otherwise have not. It promotes empathy, understanding, interconnectedness, mindfulness, and balance in a world that's desperately in need of it. Sure, some of us may technically be doing it to avoid eternal damnation or getting reincarnated as a pig next lifetime, you know, depending on what you believe. But hey, that's neither here nor there. Speaking of, I hear there's some great new content over there at theabstractaudioshow.com, including today's show notes. So feel free to check that out. And while you're at it, be sure to follow us on our brand new Instagram page at The Abstract Audio Show for fun polls and giveaways. And until next time, always appreciate the abstract in your life.